It's not a cold, cold night. There was a cold, chill fright. There was nowhere to hide. This monster something is dying. You've never stayed out and ran through your height. Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And on this episode, uh, we're going to blow some minds. Yes. And cool fun fact is I've never actually heard the full story. I kind of know what it's about, but I don't know like the full thing. So you're going to get my reaction like. Oh, there's things I haven't told you that me and Cameron talked about yesterday. It's going to blow your mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, No haunted update. No haunted update. I mean, the usual. I mean, there's nothing. The usual for us scares the shit out of people. Yeah, so. Um, no, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing. There hasn't been anything. Oh, I guess I could talk about. Anyways, so I have a weird thing with looking up, uh, like, commercial reality. Don't know why. I just look at it. Anyways, um, so. I have this endeavor that might take place in the future, um, but just because I've never done something like this, I started looking at commercial reality, and uh, there is this place, I don't know, I don't know if it's like, I always look at this store, it's, it's our downtown area, it used to be like bustling or whatever they call it, um, whatever the word to describe that, bustling. I feel like I'm not saying the right word. But when they had activity. Yeah. yeah. Um, And it doesn't have activity now. Like, there's like one or two. I mean, it has the potential to be kind of like cutesy, but it it it's not right now. It's like older buildings. Ever since that damn Walmart, bro, then everyone going no, shopping there. I think it's, it was the mall. Because like in the 80s and 70s when my grandmother moved here, it was good. But anyways. Um, so I was looking at the store and I was like, oh, this would make a pretty, pretty, pretty cool store, right? It's a little bit bigger than what I would imagine, but yeah. Anyway, so I was looking at it and looking at it and in the realtor photos, there's like a two-way mirror that goes from the second floor looking down to the first. And I was like, what kind of place could that have been? Um, cause there was like shopping carts in there, like leftover and stuff like that. So I was like, what, I, like, why would you need that? Um, so the second story, yeah, it looks down and my mom was like, well, maybe it's a strip club. And I'm like, I don't know. Do they do that at strip clubs? And then I was thinking maybe either a newspaper or like a small, like factory or product production type situation. Anyways, in the mirror, well, there's an elevator, too, that's creepy as hell. But in the mirror, it says so-and-so was killed here. Which I found that interesting that on the realtor website, like, where you would go to say, oh, yes, I want to buy this building. I want to put my store here. It's in the window of the two-way mirror window thing that's looking down. It literally says so-and-so was killed here. You think they would have wiped that off before they yeah, took a picture? Yeah, that's what I think. 
Like, it's, like, straight up, and there's, like, handprints. But as I was looking through the photos, there's an elevator part, which it's not big enough for a human to go through. So they had to maybe put product from, like, the ground floor to the top floor. Um, But that's creepy as hell. Like, ugh. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, that's only, like, kind of interesting. So, um, this story is from my good friend Cameron. Yeah. Who I've known for about five years or so now. I think it looks like Ed Sheeran. Just throwing it out there. Kind of, yeah. I always told him that when I first met him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's like, Ed Sheeran gets better than some a-hole. <laughs> um, but, um, no, I met him, uh, when I first moved here, uh, when I, uh, was looking for a band. And he was looking for a vocalist, I think at the time, and for his uh, current project that he was doing. And we tried a few things, but we could never find enough members to get everything going. So we, it kind of just never happened. But me and him stayed friends afterwards and stuff like that. We always talk about music and pro wrestling and stuff like that. Anyway. So when um, I started getting more proficient with my ability and stuff like that, I would call him and let him know. And then... Out of the blue, one time he told me he says he thinks something's happening to him. Um, Every night when he would go to sleep, he would feel like he wasn't dreaming. He felt like he was leaving his body, but he was going somewhere else into another life, another version of himself. Uh, What he would what at the time he had no idea what he was doing or what it was, but the other versions of himself were. Exactly like himself, but um, not exactly. Um, and the, the versions of himself would be different for every single co- time. Um, sometimes his his uh, one in Pacific, um, he was a uh, a drug dealer, and he uh, was at some guy's house, and he asked he he. he like he just jumped. Imagine, well, let's say this: he jumped into this guy's body or version of himself, anyway. But imagine yourself: you're sitting there. I won't say sitting there. Hardly. Hard, let me uh, backtrack a little bit. Is it? It's as if you're sitting with one of your friends, and all of a sudden they look at you, and go, "What are we doing? Why are we in here?" Right? And they go, "What are you talking about? We're at Joe's party, right?" And like, who the hell's Joe? Right? Like, you know Joe. You know him for years. Like, I don't know who that is. Who are you talking about? Well, they say, why, why, what's going on, right? Like they out of the blue have no idea what they're doing or what what's going on, right? And all of a sudden, they they snap out of it and they're like, "Hey, uh, what did you give me? I I, I can't remember what happened last uh, five seconds or so." And they're like, "What the fuck you're talking about, right?" Not saying every incident would be happening like that, but that's just for an example. Because he said when he was a drug dealer version of himself, he didn't want to sell drugs and the guy that he was working with was like no what the fuck you're talking about you're doing this you've been doing this for years you got me into this right what do you mean you don't want to do drugs anymore sell drugs anymore like and it was like uh uh, and then he basically popped out of that life and went back to his current one so this started happening a lot with sometimes without his control but then he learned how to control it um and I couldn't, I couldn't tell him what this was because I'd never heard of such a thing, right? I had my ideas, but it wasn't after until I heard um, a term called verse jumping. Mm-hmm. 
which is the multiverse idea that you can channel or travel to mentally other versions of yourself in the multiverse, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that had had to prove, but it almost correlates to what, what happened to me, right? Mm-hmm. Which I have a more interesting theory later on. But, oh, my gosh. Um, when I talked about how I had my episodes, every now and then I would get, like, deja vu, and I would have, like, a massive headache. My I felt like my chest was being squeezed. I could hardly... Uh, I could hardly breathe. I felt like I was going to throw up. The room was spinning all at the same time. Every time I have these episodes of Deja Vu. But it got to a point where I would have these episodes. And then I would suddenly get like memories of alternate versions of myself. Yeah. And it was almost like I just get a snippet of like, other, other versions of myself's memory. Right? So when he told me about that and I, I learned about verse jumping, then it made sense of what he was doing. Now, funny enough. This is something became such commonplace to making a movie about it. Oh yeah, I remember you telling everything me that. everywhere all at once. I think it's the name of the movie, which is apparently doing really good. Mm. But that's the plot of the movie. A woman learns how to jump into different versions of herself in order to escape her current life. Mm-hmm. People have done this before. People have jumped to other versions of themselves in the multiverse in order to escape their current one. Now. Does that mean they version this up the body you took um, gets shoved into yours? I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is a whole new level of out there yeah. that we have yet to even come to comprehend with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he says that this happens to him every night. Oh, my gosh. Right? And he's actually gotten to a point now that some people in other universe versions of himself, other lives... Start recognizing him, recognizing him, not the person he took over. When the person he takes over, his name is like George, right? But when Cameron takes over, some people recognize him as Cameron. What? Here's a scarier thought that I had around it. What if some people who have multiple personality disorders is ha- this is happening to? Just an idea. I don't know. It kind of reminded me of that when he was talking about it. Now, as, as, and he also believes that other versions of himself in the multiverse and stuff like that are doing this as well. How many? I, don't, I couldn't tell you, but he knows other ones are doing it. Why, you may ask? Because one of our others had tried to go into his. Somebody else tried going into his? Yes. Now, if you look at it as, like, say, your vessel, right? The current physical body that you have right now, and your soul is leaving to jump into another body. He can do that, and he feels everything that the body feels that he's in, the life that he's in. He And actually, he can even carry pain over from the time of him in the other world to his current one. He's woken up with scratches on his arms that he got in another another version of himself, in another verse, you would say. And this has started happening, too, right? Yeah. Well, the last couple of years. It's where people are... <laughs> like the last couple of years I was just talking about that with Bryce about awakening and all of that stuff and just like strange things that like like that happening and he's losing his shit right now when he's yeah, hearing his name Bryce. <laughs> yeah hey Bryce <laughs> so 
But um, so what I've studied on the multiverse for mm-hmm. quantum mechanics and stuff like that, just for fun. When Hugh Everett uh, first first coined the phrase in multiverse was the idea that um, he based it off Schwarzenegger's uh, cats, the whole mm-hmm. theory in a box that the cat's dead and alive at the same time because we don't know for sure. Yeah. Um, but he said in order for that to be true on both sides is that there has to be both versions of the cat dead and alive at the same time in the box. In order to that to exist, there has to be multiple versions of said cat. So, every decision that you didn't make or did make exists. It has to exist for your current to exist for your current version of yourself to exist. So, you deciding not to go play, you know, play guitar, or maybe you played bass. Maybe you chose a career of being a, uh, excuse me, a, a baker instead of an architect. You know, yeah. major decision like that. I always I calculate it to the one to one hundredth degree of yourself, maybe even further, probably one to one millionth version of yourself, and the one to one hundredth version might be it's like you wore a different shirt than you did, like you decided oh this shirt instead of that shirt, no major differences, but then there's also the the differences that are so far away that it creates a whole new life. Yeah. Now this is the part that I haven't told you about. Oh gosh. <laughs> I, Multiverse stuff and like. That kind of stuff always, like, trips me out. So if I'm not saying a lot on this end, that's why. Like, it always, like, it, like, fries my brain a little bit. I have seen different versions of myself in existence, mm-hmm. right? So I asked Cameron, have you met another version of myself in one of your other other lives? Oh, snap. Right? And he said, yes. There is a version where me and him are drug runners for the cartel. What? And he said the version of myself that he met in that life is that 180 degree version of the current one he knows right now. I am ruthless. I am evil. I am dark. I am fucking, like he says, not religious at all. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he says that version is like... Is, is is a nightmare. It's like I don't know how you got to that point in your life or in that that lifetime to get to that point, but like I don't know. And that then that was like oh, what the fuck? Because he said when he joins that life that he's scared because it's like we're, we're running drugs for the cartel. Like I don't know what so rank I'm at. Die, if he dies in one of those lives, what happens? I don't know. He he's can't go back to it. A deep world. Okay. All right. So, um, which made me. This, this thought came to my mind. It's like, wait, wait, wait a second. If you met me in another version of myself, granted, the only way we met in this current life is I we moved here. Mm-hmm. I wanted to join a band, and I met, I think I met him through Craigslist or some other kind of band finding app, and that's how we met. I had to move here for that, but I had to meet you, meet you in order to move here. Yeah. So for us to meet and be friends in that world, would we have been still together in order to do that? Or... And then that came, the idea came to mind is maybe me and him were always meant to meet. Yeah. And that's kind of interesting because like going back to that concept, like if you're listening, well, duh, you're listening. (laughs) If you're listening, I mean, it is a podcast. Anyways, um, 
you know, I I don't know where a lot of our listeners stand on past lives and stuff like that, but like people that I've met now, I've had past lives with. And, you know, like I've had other psychics confirm it and stuff like that. And so it just shows, I feel like when you meet, I guess, in other dimensions too, like in other lifetimes, you you have to meet these people. You reincarnate kind of like with the same people. So I wonder if that has something to do with multiverses too. Like, I don't know. That's the, but see, and then you go through like, this is where my brain starts like glitching because then, you know how they say like time is, it's not, it's all happening at once. Yeah. I just like <laughs> my brain is like I know the, this I knew this episode would like it really blows the tops off people's heads to to comprehend yeah. this right and I think it took a lot of time for me to understand it too but one thing I knew for sure knew for sure was that I was the only one of my versions of myself that had my ability because after this ability was awoken in myself I never had episodes mm-hmm. that's not true anymore because I've had episodes in the last couple of years, and some of them have been very, very strong to almost take me off my fucking feet. Um, and I've seen different, different things, different versions of myself, stuff like that. So I know other versions of myself are gaining this ability, or have gained it, or are gaining it. I don't know. Um, but something Mike told me a long time ago. He said if I was to go to the dark side. Oh, use my ability for evil. I'd be very dangerous. Yeah. If this evil version of myself, right? Nega Isaac. Which you don't Nega get, Isaac? You don't get that terminology. Anyone who's ever watched Scott Pilgrim uh, knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> this evil version of myself, right? If he has my ability, he's very dangerous. Yeah, that would, yeah, I could see that. Now, I have never done first jumping. Right. Ugh. I never tried to. I don't like that. I don't know why. I'm just not. That freaks me out. But that I, freaks me out. But I think I've done it by accident with the whole, you know, having deja vu and getting the instant thing. Well, my my theory was the original one was that, um, well, Hugh Everett anyway, uh, the scientist, uh, theorized that there's multiple versions of you all happening in the same space, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, there's a version of me and you sitting on opposite sides of the table, not where we're currently sitting on opposite versions. Yeah. And maybe there's ones that are going to come in an hour later. Maybe those ones are already just got finished recording because they started an hour earlier. And maybe different times, different places, stuff like that. We're sitting opposite. Whole different versions, right? All mm-hmm. happening at the same time. And I always theorize that when I get these episodes, it's another version of myself colliding with myself. And that's why we transfer the memories because we're, we're coming at the same time. And that's why I see it as deja vu. Because I think it's happened before. Really, it's not happened to me. It's happened to him. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Are you following me or are you just like in your brain? It's smoke coming out of your ears. A little bit of both. And that's the problem with like my abilities is that like it starts running like not scenarios, but it starts running like taking apart what you're saying. And by the way, yes. Okay, this work gets weirder. Okay. If we haven't got there already. That's what I originally thought. What I just explained. That's what I originally thought. But after Cameron said this to me, now I don't fucking know. He said, when he feels another version of himself is trying to jump into his current body to live the life that he is, he can feel himself push that version out. Because he has done it also. 
he has found a version of himself that's into magic and the occult. And he that version of himself knows when Cameron is trying to go into his body. Because he forces him out with his hands. He does like this motion with his hand and pushes Cameron out. Right? So Cameron told me, how do you know these episodes aren't, you know, another version of yourself trying to go into your current vessel and you're pushing them out? Yeah. <laughs> Every time I've had the episodes, is it another version of myself trying to jump into my current self? And the instant that it happens causes me that immense pain because I'm forcing them out. I don't know I'm doing that. I just feel the intrusion happening. and My body reacts automatically, forcing the other version of myself. But before they leave, I get a small tidbit of their memories of them at this location, at time and space and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so this whole concept of, of verse jumping, right? Mm -hmm. It's not so far-fetched that people haven't done it, but in our conversation, me and Cameron were talking about is that uh, this proves what he's doing, proves the existence of the multiverse, right? How can he prove it to anyone? He can't. There's no way he can prove it. How do you, you just start recording people's memories and mind, but that's like a technology for the future. Yeah. But even my episodes, all you can record is the, the malfunction happening to me at the moment in time, but it's it can't be forced, it can't be created, it happens randomly. Yeah. Now, I'm aware now that this is happening. If I'm aware, then other versions of myself are aware at the same time. Because we all have come to this conclusion. How many of us? I don't know. But if I'm aware of other versions doing this and the other versions that are doing this is also aware that we're aware. Yeah. They don't know that we know that we know that we know. <laughs> um, but the whole concept is just, it, it's out there. Um, yeah. What's your take yeah. so far? <laughs> oh my god! Like, I don't even know. Like, my brain is far... And it's like it's trying to run scenarios. Like I some I really wish sometimes we could get video. Um By the way, running scenarios uh -huh. could be you seeing the other versions of yourself doing it at the same time. Hey. <laughs> don't start messing with me with that, because then um No, it's like when it comes to the multiverse, it's like my ability don't want to touch it if that makes sense like they don't want to start sending like it's like maybe it's myself i don't want to get the messages from whatever it is now it's not like it's future and past that's yeah. a whole nother yeah version that's a whole nother thing these are all versions of yourself all doing the same thing like i said sometimes it's the smallest degree opposite a small smallest decision you decided not to do this not to do that you stopping to look at something and then the version of yourself is not stopping to look at something. Those small decisions are like of the umph degree. They're very small. Yeah. So the universe and that universe is almost identical to each other. Except when you go further, the one to one millionth degree, one to like two, uh, one trillionth degree, you might get a version of yourself that's dark. Mm -hmm. Like myself that I don't want to meet. Yeah. It's... 
um, or like Cameron, who sees other versions, other decisions he didn't make, other decisions he did make, uh-huh. right? Different things and different things that happen. Did he ever see a life that he wanted to stay in? A couple. Yeah. I don't know, just this whole concept is is, is still I'm still trying to figure out, which is almost impossible. Yeah. But no, me telling him that he's proving the existence of the multiverse and things like that by what he's doing, and there's other versions of himself doing it because there has to be enough for the idea of a movie to be made about it. If he, yeah, that's true. If he can, I wonder if he can get the year the place and the name of who he is if he could actually look it up in real life. He has looked at information before and it's like he said, our worlds are almost exactly the same. There's not much of a difference. Sometimes his name is different, sometimes exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah, because Cameron said the evil version of myself is still named Isaac. Oh, dang. He's not named something else. He's Isaac. But that's so far the only world that he's went into that he found me. A version of me anyway. Has he found anybody else in his family? Uh, he said he went to a world where he wanted to stay in that his grandmother was still alive. Oh, Right? Yeah. But he couldn't stay. Um, and other ones that he's, he says they're almost exactly alike. There's not much difference. Except that one he found his grandmother was alive instead of dead. Yeah. That was about the only one that was like, oh, but his, his life was almost exactly how it is now. Um, and then other ones, he, like you said, he found the one that he was like, uh, part of the occult or something. And then. That that version knows what he's doing and basically shoot him away. Weird. Does he ever keep a dream like journal? Dream <laughs> no, like of writing of writing down everything that he's seen. I don't think he has. He didn't mention it. He if he's not, to. he needs to. Yeah, yeah. Just keep record of like this life at this time. Blah blah blah. Does this or whatever. Yeah. Um. Because I know. Sorry. Me. Um. Just getting glimpses of this could be the other version of myself trying to get to this vessel. That's interesting. Yeah, because more into that cult. Yeah, that's not in that cult. Why did I say that? Sorry. Like into like like spiritual and. But here's a concept to figure out. Hmm. Here's the cooker noodle on. But are you the prime version of yourself, or are you just another variant? Who is the prime Megan? Am I the prime Ew. Isaac? I don't like that. That's weird. Right? And when I mean my prime is like the originator. Like all the universes come from you. And in DC Marvel, or DC, well, DC and Marvel Universe, they always have the prime Earth, mm-hmm. right? Where all other Earths originate from. All decisions come from this original version, right? Yeah. It doesn't start like Earth 1, Earth 2, or 3, or 4. It has to have a prime world where it all started, right? That may make you think, are you the prime version of yourself? I don't know, man. Now, I like to think, I like to think this ego, but I am because so many different versions have tried to jump into me. Yeah. Right? Have other versions of myself had this episode? I don't know. I don't know how to ask them. That'd be a yeah. weird conversation. Have been a, a room of yourselves, <laughs> all different versions at the same time. You know, when did I miss an eye? Where's my leg? You oh. know, just like that. <laughs> Gosh, in a room for yourselves. <laughs> um. Hey, look, I'm black in this one. 
Aw, <laughs> you know, like, like I'm bald. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. No, and that's crazy. See, I don't have any kind of like multiverse kind of situations that happened with me, but, um, and if you hear me talk on the other dream episodes, like the astral plane is very big for me. And you know that, like, I get a lot of messages when I dream. I've been to weird situations on the astral plane and, um, it's crazy that like, well, okay. So I have moments where, you know, you know this obviously, but people listening don't. Um, I have moments where it almost feels like I'm being forced onto the astral plane. Like I'll be fine and all of a sudden it's like my energy's drained and it's like I'm literally being forced to fall asleep. And um I it, it's just a different feeling other than like I'm tired, I need to go to sleep. And I tend to go on that, like, I tend to get that, like, on the way home from investigations, I get that a lot and get weird, like, messages. Um, Anyways, it's weird. It's freaking me out a bit. I don't like it because literally I'm fighting right now. It, I, like, I want to go on the astral plane and I don't know why. And it freaks me out because, like, I don't want to see a multiverse. Megan, I don't want to. Maybe the version of yourself when I have a communication or something. Oh, I don't know. That's weird, though. I don't think I, I, I don't think I have ever had like a multiverse. I haven't had an, well, yeah, I can't, not really had an alien. I've never had an alien situation. I've never had a multiverse. Well, it's an idea that we, I, I thought about after our conversation and I had to theorize with it also, but there can't be a million versions of yourself that are all different. Well, yeah. maybe there is. But there has to be enough version of yourself that there is different, major different versions, right? I say I'm one of the major different versions. Yeah. I have this ability. I'm going into supernatural. I'm doing what I'm doing, stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. Another version of myself who actually did become a professor. Another version of myself who did become a musician. Another version of myself that went into acting because I considered that at a point in time when I was younger, but never really, never took up to it. Yeah. Maybe the decision I actually did, right? And all these different, major different versions of myself, right? Maybe I can communicate with them, have a discussion with them. Like maybe there's like this, let's say a hundred of us mm -hmm. out of the infinite amount of multiverse versions of ourselves. And every other in between is a small step to the left or right version of this major change version of ourselves, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's the conversation I want to have, you know? Oh, we chose to do this instead of that. Oh, we chose to not date this girl and actually so do date her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What would that what would that do? But uh that conversation is what I, I would I'd like to have, but it's like all other versions of ourselves have to agree with it. And the thing is, like, not all every version of yourself is gonna want to. And I guarantee that dark version of myself, Doesn't right? Want, yeah. Maybe he does. I don't know. Uh -huh. But how Cameron described him, yeah. yeah. I don't want him in the room. <laughs> mm. But I thought to myself, like, what did I life I had to live to get to that point? Who did I would have to meet? Oh, snap, crackle, and pop. What? 
That's an old freaking saying. I don't know why I said that. Sam cracker and pot. Um. Uh, no, I just realized I did remember, and it freaked me out. If I, I did have something similar to like a multiverse. Remember, we were living in these apartment things, but it had like everything you need, like a movie theater, uh, restaurants. It was like these huge skyscraper buildings. It was almost like an apocalyptic kind of situation where like everybody had to. You were basically in these houses or these buildings. It almost looked like an indoor mall casino, not casino, but like hotel situation. And you had apartments, remember? Do you what? remember me telling, you know what dream I had? You've had a lot of dreams. Yeah, sorry. I, yeah. <laughs> um, No, I think I told it maybe, I don't know if I told it on this as a haunted update or anything like that, but it, I remember it freaked me out. Um, We were in the... Like I said, it was like an indoor, it was, it was structured like an indoor hotel with the rooms and then like you had rooms and then you had stores in between. Basically like a lot of people didn't stay outside of these buildings and like the rich had their buildings, which were nicer obviously. And the poor had, you know, their buildings, middle class had their buildings and it basically all the, like the police force the you had like a small like EMT and firefighter type situation. A hospital was outside of these buildings. So basically all your entertainment, all your like stores, the grocery stores were all in this building, right? It's huge, just tall building and it had like apartments in there, right? And at the very bottom, when you walk into the doors, there was a Starbucks and I specifically worked at this Starbucks. And I remember I you were there, Killian was there, um, but Killian was older and he was in um the apartment and you worked as like what did you work security or something like that for the building oh no i remember you talking about yeah yeah and like i mean there's still crime and stuff and and the biggest thing was that these gangs wanted to take control over the buildings because then you have everything you have you know everything your control of, of an entire building and it was it almost seemed futuristic, but I don't know. It was weird. But I looked like myself, but I didn't look like myself. But I basically one of the guys that uh, came in um, was like an ex-boyfriend. And I was like dead straight that he was that. Even when I woke up, I was like, okay, that guy was an ex But what? Like, I've never seen this guy in my life. And I remember Mike was saying that may have been like kind of like what you said, like like a multiverse situation. Like I peered into another timeline where, you know, apparently I worked at Starbucks, which I did work at Starbucks in this life. But yeah, it, you worked at Barnes and Noble. And Barnes and Noble, Starbucks. Yeah, I know. Um, one of the worst jobs, by the way. <laughs> Five hours a week, everybody. Five hours. How do you live off that? Anyways. Um, but yeah, so, and like, I remember it so clear. Well, I mean, like, I remember all my dreams, but that was the one dream that it was like, something was weird about it. And so I don't know. I think that was my closest scratch to a, like, multiverse situation. What could have led me down to that path? Like, what could have made me become that kind of evil person? 
I don't know. And Cameron doesn't want to go back to that world to even ask questions. So. Yeah. Um. But no, I just I had to think about it. Like, what would like what decisions would I would have to make or not make to get to that point in life? I don't know. I mean, my 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 dad did tell me at one time we did. I he had a cousin who worked for the cartel. Oh dang! So when we were in Mexico, right? He says, "Hey, if so and so comes by, don't don't talk to him." Why? Like, he said he works for the cartel. So no, no, don't talk to him. Okay. And I was Dang. 13, right? <laughs> but you had a load, I was like, what? Load in your pants. Because <laughs> um, we were in Mexico City. Yeah. And we're visiting one of his cousins. The one that actually played soccer for uh, uh, Mexico. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because uh, he showed me his trophy and his uniform and stuff like that. And he was tiny. Really? Yeah. I was 13. I was taller than him. Dang. Okay. Um, but no, they were they were talking and stuff like that. And um, I remember my, my dad told me because he, uh, I guess that cousin told my dad that that other cousin, I wonder if the cartel was in town. Ooh. So possibly don't, you know, if he comes to talk to you, don't talk to him. Bad anyway. So I thought to myself, was that the connection? Was that what could possibly have laid in place? Like maybe I did meet that cousin and maybe he did want to talk to me. Maybe I did give him, I don't know, some kind of information. And later on in life, he came back and hit me up or something. I don't know. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. But, um, wish I had more on this. Yeah. No, but I think it's interesting because in dreams, like when you start researching dreams, you do have stories where people talk about this. Um, maybe even later on down the road going more in depth on the multiverse. Well, I've been studying as much as I can, but it's still a theorized concept. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a lot of people. I I can't remember Jess's story. But I remember my friend Jess, she had some, before she started like spiritually awakening and stuff like that, because that's originally how she reached out to us was because of those situations about your, your deers and stuff. He, that's old. Right. Yeah, sorry. Um, but she reached out because she had something similar, but I can't remember exactly what it was because it was like a couple of years ago she told me about it, so. But with Cameron, we talked about, and he says that he is trying not to do it as much because he's basically opened himself up for other versions of himself to use his yeah. vessel when he's not there, right? Yeah. Um, and he doesn't like that when they're trying to get in. I tell him, like, you got to find some way to make, I don't know, create some kind of fail safe or something that prevents yeah. other versions from jumping in. Um, but he said, um, but yeah, to try to find other, you know, so keep doing this stuff like that. But he tried to put a stop to it all together. And yeah. um, he does it now when he feels like it on command and possibly to find a new world. But it's not like he's he's um, he's navigating this this ability. He's just it randomly happens. So he basically spins a roulette wheel and then think he finds one that's somewhat acceptable. Okay. But he's he does find it capable of going back to lives he's been to before. Mm hmm. If he thinks it concentrates on the memories of that life, he can find it and go back to it. Yeah. Right? So, um, him learning his ability, it didn't learn, it just happened. It's kind of like my ability. It wasn't yeah. learned, it just happened. And mm-hmm. I told him the only way that I mastered mine to the degree that I have it so far is to practice. Yeah. And he's gotten better at it. But, again, there are other versions of himself that they can do this as well. That want to go in his, or at least see his, right? And maybe there's other versions of myself that try or can do this, and they're trying to get in the mind, but every time I get that, you know, 
the heck? Massive paint. So, like I said, a lot more questions and answers, but I just I want to share this with everyone because it's, yeah, cause it's extremely re- interesting. Yeah, and it relates to the dream world a lot. Um, or the follow-up to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there was talk of maybe bringing Cameron on as a bonus episode and yeah. letting him tell his story. Which he, he will talk. Yeah, he likes talking. Yes. So, <laughs> Cameron, this is only an hour podcast. Yeah. Dude, oh, we'll talk about it. We might go on a tangent about wrestling or something. Anyway, um, next week. Yes. Is about, um, speaking of the occult, uh-huh. uh, the occult magic, um, and how I theorize that witches and stuff like that, warlocks, people who use magic and different spells and stuff like that is not so far-fetched out there in a sense that what they're doing could be a lost form of technology. Dang. Right. So that's next week. Um, So look forward to that. Everyone. Yes. Um, but as always, you can catch our social media at uh, Hidden the Shadows Podcast on Instagram, Hidden the Shot 6 on Twitter, Hidden in the Podcast 2 on TikTok. Uh, are all links to all our social media and all ways you can listen to us on uh, HiddenTheShadowsPodcast.com. But it also has links to our merch store where you can uh, pick up a shirt or two. Um, other than that, we'll catch your widows in the next one. Yep. <laughs>